right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 168 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome to the show. Please consider subscribing. If you are listening on an app that allows you to rate the show, please consider leaving a four-star or five-star rating. What this does is it helps the algorithm. So if someone else is searching for a rate weight loss related podcast, it will enable the rate ranting weight watcher to show up higher on that list. So if you have the ability to leave a star rating, even to leave feedback about the show, please do those in the, whatever app you're using to listen to it so that you can help promote the podcast you love. Should you decide you love it? Well, This is going to be some episode. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Well, I don't have much of an update here. To be honest with you, I've been in a different... Well, you know what? We're going to get into that in a second. I have the most important information. I told you when it comes to the holiday season to take the first weigh-in of October... And then the final weigh-in, or I should say the first weigh-in of the new year. And this will really tell you how you did over the holidays. And now there's one more weigh-in to go because next week is physically the first weigh-in of January. But just to give you an idea of where I'm at, from the first weigh-in of October to the last weigh-in of December, I am up a half a pound. So basically, I have maintained for the entire holiday season. We'll see what happens next week to finish off the holiday season, and we'll go from there. This is going to be a very different podcast today, and that's because I literally have nothing planned. I literally have nothing written out, and I never, ever do that. Everything is always meticulously planned so that I have all of the knowledge that I need to impart to you and organize in the fashion that I'd like to impart to you. The one thing I do have for you in this episode, I have a story. And that story takes us back in time. Back to right about the same time that I just spoke about, which is the beginning of October. 
during this time, not journey-related, specifically podcast-related. I went through a weird phase here. For the first time since I started all of this, the podcast really began to feel like work. As time passed, I felt like I was being very repetitive with my messages. I felt like a broken record, saying the same thing week after week. But most of all, I started to feel like I was becoming white noise. Now, what is white noise? Do you remember the old school televisions? Like if you didn't have cable service, you had that antenna on the top of your house. You just turned on the TV. If you didn't have reception for whatever channel you were on, all you kind of got was this screen with black and white pixels, gray pixels, scrambling all over the place. And all you had was this sound of white noise. That's what I felt like I was becoming. I was speaking week after week after week. But the message wasn't being absorbed. See, I got, I have, I'm sure there are plenty of teachers who listen to me. You know the difference between when a student hears you and when a student is listening to you. That's kind of what I'm talking about here. I felt like I was being heard, but not exactly listened to. Like I was just a part of the background. My message was old news and something you either take or leave. This got worse and worse as I approached the end of October, going into November. Every episode I created felt forced. I didn't feel like I was being inspirational anymore. I felt like I was speaking to a room full of people who were all playing with their cell phones. If you could understand that. The room is packed, but nobody's paying attention. And I was talking to hear myself speak. And I really started to go through this weird battle in my head. Because the whole purpose of this podcast started as finding a way to keep myself accountable. And then it became this amazing thing to help people learn what I have learned. To try and make them see that things could be better. That it didn't have to be the way they saw it. Their jaded outlook on life in general, but on their health in specific. It didn't have to be that way. And it wasn't as hard 
at least conceptually, the, the idea of what to do is relatively easy. Not necessarily doing it, but what needs to be done is relatively easy. And the more simplistic I made it, the less accepted I felt it was. Like by default, it was being rejected simply because of how simplistic the idea was. And so we go through November. And the feeling is not going away. The feeling is stronger and stronger and stronger. And my only answer to this is, I need a break from this. I can't keep forcing it. Especially, I can't keep delivering the same messages just because of a certain time of year. And that's essentially what I was doing. I was giving the same old message just because it was October. It was November. It is a very specific time of year where I'm trying to gear people in that navigation of the holidays and keeping track of your health is very possible. And yet, I felt like background music. The stuff you hear in the elevator when you get in. You don't really listen to it. It's just there. That's what it felt like. So the answer as I approached Thanksgiving was I needed to get away from this. I needed a break. And you'll, if you'll notice, even the members of my Facebook groups, my activity on Connect was very, very, very minimal, if any at all. I just the same, I felt like this was completely necessary. Because I was starting to feel like even though my message was not wrong, even though what I was saying is easily proven, if you just implement it, it will create results. What I have accomplished and the experiences I have come along the way with are definitely evidence that what I have learned in the process can be implemented in any fashion, on any person. And the results eventually recreate it. But it felt like I lost the room. I noticed a stagnation in growth. Now, I could easily say that it's the time of year. That's kind of what happens. And usually this time of year, I try to stay away from what looking at analytics. And it got to the point where you can't really ignore analytics all the time. There was this little connection when I would look at this that saying they don't care what you have to say anymore. It's obvious when you're staring at this graph that the majority of the people, you're losing the room, in other words. So when I came up with this idea 
this idea to take a break. This break was going to be a complete break. A walk away from the podcast and not think about the podcast for literally the entire month of December. The only thought about the podcast would be one thing. That is, if my message was not being heard anymore, if I was becoming white noise, background music, elevator music, that no one, there was plenty of people hearing me, but not necessarily listening. If that was really happening, then I'd have a decision I needed to make. Because there, there are people that took what I said and they ran with it. They decided to implement it and then they watched the results. They watched it happen. And I watched it happen. And that was that, it was a small group of people. I watched their lives transform. They bought in. They put all the chips in the center of the table and proved to themselves that the theories I'm trying to push to you actually will work if you dedicate yourself to the process. That number was so small, again, it almost, in my mind, I, I, I thought to myself, I would just make sure I still spoke to them. But the masses... I gave it my all. And I was going to give myself the month of December to really consider, would I return? Do I just want to be elevator music? Do I want to be white noise? Do I want to be heard but not listened to? Am I wasting my time? Is anyone listening to me ready for what I'm saying? And most of all, I can't make them listen. I can only put it out there and hope they listen. That was a big one for me. Because I feel like I'd love to grab each one of you by your hair and pull you kicking and screaming to get to the realizations that I've gotten to. Because literally what I have learned can be learned by anyone and implemented by anyone. The choice is yours in the long run. I was starting to get nervous because when I entered the break, I fully in my head thought there's no way I would ever consider quitting this podcast. That I was joking with myself to think that I would actually consider it. And then one thing happened while I was taking my break. I started to enjoy my time. The, the extra time that I received in the process, I was enjoying that time. And as I came closer and closer to Christmas, the feeling that this podcast, that it was becoming really like work, it was still there. It wasn't going away. And that made me more nervous. That if I didn't come up with some sort of a reason to keep going, if I didn't come up with that, then why bother? How long could I ignore the audience retention aspect of every episode? Especially now that the, it's getting harder to keep half the audience. 
just a little over half by the time I get to the end. (sighs) Christmas had come and gone. And I sat there and thought about what would I talk about on January 5th? What would be my topic? And I didn't have one. I had basically six weeks off, five weeks off, whatever it was. And I didn't have a thing to talk about for my return to my podcast. And everything I thought of felt manufactured. And God, when I tell you, I did not like that. The week between Christmas and New Year's, I was almost practicing a message of how I would say goodbye to you all. Because that's where it was. That's where I was in my head. That if I couldn't even think of a topic after being off that amount of time, what was I really offering anymore? What, who am I talking to? On the 29th, I found, I found something in a very, very honest, unexpected place. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, You are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe, because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. 
Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. On the 29th, I went with my wife and daughter to see the movie Wonka. Now, this is, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie and you intend to see it, maybe you want to pause right now and come back to this afterwards because I'm kind of, sort of going to ruin it, but not really. I mean, really. If you haven't seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that was made in 1970, whatever, one, two, three, whatever it was, I mean, you should know the idea that Wonka is a prequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And it's so weird. I never, in my head, I never saw this coming from this movie, to be honest with you. Never. But I sat in this movie theater excited to see the movie because, you know, I love the story. And then I saw something that I connected to this movie in ways that I have connected to many of my favorite movies. I basically saw myself in the movie. I in the main character is a young man. And now this is my impression. This is what I saw when I watched the movie. And you know, almost from the opening scene, only a few minutes in, I was already feeling emotional. Because I felt connected. I saw a young man chasing a dream. And he was chasing that dream relentlessly. Without even considering the possibility of failure, he just kept going. And in the process... He ran into obstacle after obstacle. And in the process of going through these obstacles, he met some individuals that he did not expect to meet. And every single one of them was in a very bad place, let's say. Mentally, they were in a bad place. I talk a lot on this podcast about the mind being a prison cell. To break it down really quickly, the mind is the prison cell, just to give you a visual. Each and every one of you are sitting in your own prison cell. And what it looks like from my perspective is you're all crying to be let out of the prison cell. But as I'm looking at you, I could see that as you're screaming and yelling to be let out, You're also holding the key to get out in your own hands. And it doesn't matter how many times I say, you're holding the key. You're holding the key. Just let yourself out. The message is not being heard. 
or not being listened to. Just like any prison cell that you could think of, there are bars. These bars on your mental prison are the limitations you place on yourself. And they are the opinions of others handed to you in which you have considered and turned them into yet another bar that you placed. So it was a thought from someone else that you heard and you turned into another bar on your cell. Each one of these bars placed by you, whether the thought came from you or someone else. And the only way out is for you to use the key that you've been holding the entire time. And so this young man goes through his pursuit, makes some choices on a whim, and finds himself in a bad spot, but surrounded by good people that are all trapped. They're all trapped in this mental prison. And the eternal optimist that he is, he begins to show them that there is a way. And like anyone who can show people something, initially the message is rejected. But his attitude, it's infectious. And you can only ignore it for so long before it starts to infect you and the positivity starts to infect you. And all of the sudden, you have this hope. Maybe, just maybe, what he says is true. And this is kind of what happens in the movie. And then something the young man did not foresee happens. And it's probably one of the biggest mistakes. And he doesn't see a way out now. He doesn't see the silver lining anymore. Right in the moment where you think he's done, he gets encouragement from a very unexpected place. And this encouragement is enough to push him to keep going. This movie, I did not foresee as being something that would encourage me to keep going. I was going on walks every day during my break. Long, really long walks. And I spent some of that time practicing how I would say goodbye to you all because I didn't feel like I was being heard anymore and what's the sense of talking to people who aren't listening. My way, maybe my way is just not the way for you guys. And then seeing this movie just showed me I had to keep going and that If the message wasn't being heard by some, it doesn't mean it wasn't being heard by all. And I would have to keep pushing and quitting because of my perceived view of how things are working right now would only mean the insurance of knowing, hearing me. It wouldn't improve things. That's for sure. I decided in that moment, I mean... I was extremely emotional during this movie, on and off, 
so much so that it wasn't it really explainable. You know, because this is kind of like a happy movie. It's it's extremely cute movie. But it was affecting me in a way that I'm sure no one would be able to see if I tried to explain it to them. It what it did for me that afternoon is I had told them that because they had to go to a couple stores, run some errands. I said, just take me home. I want to go for a walk. So I came home, put my sneakers on, and went for a walk. And it was like, up to that day, up to that point when when I went to go see that movie, the complete intention or, or the idea was the fact that I hadn't come up with anything to say to you was proof that I shouldn't say anything anymore. That's where my head was. And now, after seeing the movie, I knew that telling you this story, the story of where I was from basically October to December 29th, Mentally, in regards to this podcast, the mental journey I had gone through in that time period to facing the fact that it felt like work and it didn't feel like something I loved doing anymore. And it only getting worse to the point where I felt like I wasn't being heard and no one cared based on analytics. I wasn't sure up to that point what I would do. And then I saw this movie and I knew I had to keep going. I knew that this first episode back would have to be the story of this mental journey because the story caused me to see that I was putting bars on my own prison. Just because I can see that you're all in a prison doesn't mean I'm not in one. We all believe ourselves to have limitations. And I saw myself placing the bars there based on what I perceived to be evidence. There's a scripture, and you know, I don't really have anything prepared, so I'm going per- to paraphrase this so badly probably. But it goes something like, to have the faith of a child, a childlike faith, It's something like that. It's like have a childlike faith in you have to see things as a child would see them and believe in it blindly in order for it to come to the moment of manifestation. And a lot of what I ask you to do would take blind faith. In what I tell you needs to be done is so simplistic. The fact that it is simplistic and alone because nobody wants to believe that their problems are fixed that easily. Nobody wants to believe that. They all want to believe that their problems are worse than anybody's they know. And they're more difficult to you. But it's not the case. And just like mine, they are all 
simplistic to fix, but extremely difficult to go through the process. And it, it was the perfect moment because there's that song in the movie. I don't like, I don't like musicals. I, I mean, I, okay, I shouldn't say that, but I don't like musicals on a movie screen. I like musicals on a stage, and I feel like that's where they belong. But that's besides the point. But in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the song, Pure Imagination, they reuse that song in this movie. And it, the vision of the key in the mental prison that's sitting in the palm of your hand. I had this vision of the opposite side of the key. And in, engraved on that key is the word imagination. Because it would take a childlike imagination... Think about how a child believes in something. Believes in something, believes in things so ludicrous. And we look at them and we think, oh, look how cute. But really, in order to achieve the things we want to achieve, in order to create the health, the life we want to create, we have to have the same unmovable faith. The un. You, uh, uh, an unbreaking, unchallengeable belief that it can be done or that it will be done. The only kind of faith only a child can have. We have to have that faith in ourselves. And what is a child's faith based in? A child's faith in anything is based in their own imagination. And just the same, I'm telling you, in order to undo all of the years of abuse, whether it's mentally or physically on your body, in your mind, and to create true health, it starts with the kind of imagination a child would have to see the end result before the end result exists. And to pursue that end result as if it is 100% possible and there is absolutely no way anything can stop it. Come with me. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Reach out and touch what was once just in your imagination. Don't be shy. 
It's all right if you feel a little trepidation. Sometimes these things don't need explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Somebody to hold on to it. It's all we really need. Nothing else to it. Everything is possible. You simply have to see it and then chase it relentlessly. And whatever comes against you, you continue forward regardless. So all you have to do is come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will defy explanation If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want just do it wanna change the world there's nothing to it there is no life I know to compare with pure imagination living there you'll be free if you truly wish to be Anything you want is possible. You just have to work hard and pursue it relentlessly. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.